Hey everybody, welcome to episode 17 of Two Views Movies Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, a podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And today we're doing something a little bit same but different, I guess. We are deciding to break our top five lists out, which we have kind of sprinkled out throughout a bunch of episodes, right? We did one at the end of Last Jedi, and we've done two, in the one in the March preview, one in the April preview. And we just thought we'd go ahead and start breaking them out on their own so they don't get lost in the mix because the preview episodes go a little bit long they're always at the end they're always at the end which you could skip to them but we figured we'd make it a little bit easier and just go ahead and break them out on our own record a small little mini episode of just our top five lists so we'll probably be doing this from now on so once a month we should have a new top five list uh obscure top five list right exactly you had the pleasure of picking this one you want to let everybody know what it is yes this is the top five Best movies with a worst performance. So we're looking for a bad performance in the best movies that we can come up with. Yeah. I think, now that I think about that, the way you worded that, say that. So you said the best movies with the worst performance. And I actually think in my head, I had it as the worst performances in the best movies, which I think it's saying the same thing, but it's coming at it from a different angle. Okay. But I think I think it's all fine and good. Yeah. I just when you said that in my head, I was like, "Oh, okay." You want to start? Uh, sure. So I have a I have an honorable mention before we get into the, the top list. Okay, and that is Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator Two. Hmm. And so the, the reason I I bring up Arnold is because Arnold is an absolutely terrible actor, and the reason I use Terminator Two is because that's his best movie. Yeah, and so I I picked Arnold and. To, to be fair, this is probably his best role because the best mm-hmm. thing that you could pick Arnold in is <laughs> is a robot, emotionless robot. Yeah. Now they're just watching this recently. There, there's some really cheesy parts uh, of him. Oh yeah, and, 1992, and he, he, right? Yeah, and, he, and he's and he's not he's not good. The entire filmography of Arnold Schwarzenegger is really what I was putting into this because I, I love a lot of his movies, but he is just not good. And actually. Now that I'm I'm saying that out loud, he actually does a decent job in Predator of actually acting, except for the beginning when he's meeting Apollo Creed. Uh, <laughs> the and, handshake and, is and, and, fantastic. The, the, the handshake and that that whole exchange is terrible. But, I love it. But when he's in the jungle, he actually does does an okay job of acting and as he was in the army or yeah or however you want to describe. I actually that. think he's halfway decent in Twins. God, I, I don't know. I, no, I have a soft spot for no. twins. And he's no, I no, like him in twins. No, I mean but, he's he's funny because he's such a bad actor. Well, but he gets startled but, by her in yeah, his room. I mean, that's really on. bad. But Monty? but in twins, he's supposed to be a big, you know, big huge guy. But from, not a bad actor. He's just no. To be a but big he dunk. but he's supposed to be kind of a goof and a big bodybuilder guy. So, I mean, it's kind of written. I mean, it was written for him, so it fits. But I don't, I don't know if I would have put Arnold on here. I don't, I don't think I agree with this because, like you said, well, first Arnold was never designed from any point to be a good actor. That's not why he ever got into Hollywood. He got into it sure. because he's massive, right? So 
he, I think his bar needs to be a little bit different than most other people's because that's, he's not designed to be that way. Yeah. And I, and like you said, the Terminator is the perfect role for T1 and T2 are perfect for him. And even then they didn't even try to give him much personality. Like some of the other Terminator movies that came across, they, they tried to give him some personality. But in this one, I think anytime that they, he expressed personality, it was purposefully done bad on purpose because it's supposed to be a robot imitating a human. Yeah, well, even when was the last time you saw T two? Because we it's watched been a it while. with with the nephews. Yeah, last last week, and and there's some. I mean, part of it was director's choice. But, yeah, but the whole yes, he he is the Terminator, but there's some choices that they make, and it just throughout the movie, it's like well, that didn't need to be in there. You know? Okay, and, and that's was, not on Arnold. Well, he's he was the actor in that said scene that that really. Yeah, made, but I mean, you're you're. Knocking a guy for playing a robot, trying to imitate a human, and I don't—I think it's supposed to come off stiff and awkward, well, and that was part and, of the humor again, of it. That's why it was an honorable mention, but it was, it was meant to symbolize his entire filmography, and I think that was his best, his his best movie. Oh yeah, and, it is, and, and so, but I think that's unfair to him. <laughs> poor, I don't think he—I don't. Poor I've never considered him to be a bad actor in that movie. I—I I, I don't think he's bad at acting in that. Yeah, he does. I don't know where this list is going. But I'm not okay. happy with the honorable mention. Okay. So get in get into your number five then. So I don't have an honorable mention. So number five, and really I could have filled this entire list with this actor. Who? Uh Bill Paxton. <laughs> who who is This is Paxton being Paxton. Is man. Paxton Leave him alone. Being, he's the most cringeworthy one is his bit part in Aliens. It is just such an overacting but it's such a small role. It, it is, but it sticks out. And again, I, I could go through his entire filmography. Oh, yeah. And, and pay, again, I could have used him for every example here, but I chose the most blatant Paxton, <laughs> his his game over man. <laughs> it's that, so that, iconic, though. It, it, it is, but it, it's so bad. It's so bad. So I had, yeah. so he had to make my list. He's at number five. I, I think this is where my comment in the beginning about how you phrased it comes because I feel like you took it from the angle of aliens is a really good movie. Let me find a bad performance in that. And that's where he landed on Paxton. But his, his role, yes, is so over the top. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's so minuscule that you could delete Paxton from the movie and you don't lose anything. And you should, you gain, but it actually, and then that's the point. It actually kind of works in that movie though. It doesn't, it, it, it's, it's, he's bad. The, the whole, all his little comments, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you watch aliens, every, every little thing is just, just a little cringe. It's like, he's, he's that guy you don't want on your team. You know, if you're, he's that guy that always, always yeah. complains throughout the whole thing. And it, it's just so over the top that it's Yeah, so but bad. I'm not sure over the top equates to bad. In this case, in, in all Paxton's roles, he only has one that, that's uh fits true lies true lies <laughs> <laughs> so i just watched apollo 13 the other night he's good in apollo 13 he's okay he's tolerable in apollo 13 he's yeah he's not paxton he's not yeah but it's <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know i i think um i don't know if i agree with that one either I, I i toyed with that one because it does stick out because he is it's so quotable and and he's he's just a spaz in that movie but it didn't feel like it was significant enough to be on the list because he's just a but that's when character. you think of Paxton, that, you think of that line. I think of True Lies. You think, well, True Lies first, but but also the uh, the game over man. Yeah, you know. And, yeah, and so it that, is like the Paxton line. Right. I will give you that. All yeah. right. So my number five was Hell or High Water, Jeff Bridges, which I have not seen. You haven't seen it? No. 
and it's not the only movie where Jeff Bridges does this, but at some point, maybe post Iron Man, it had to be later than that. He decided that the way he should act is to talk unintelligibly, like he's got a mouthful of marbles. Like in True Grit? Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's one, but it's worse in Hell or High Water. And he, he juts his chin out really far on purpose. And I, I don't think it helped that his character was kind of annoying in Hell or High Water, but it's just so distracting. I remember being so irritated in the movie watching that. And otherwise, it's a pretty good movie. It's, you know, Chris Pine and I can't remember the other guy's name, but they're brothers that go robbing banks to pay for something or other, their mom's mortgage or health care or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I did but, want to see it. But yeah, I, it's I, a decent movie, and I would recommend seeing it. I think I gave it four stars, so it's a solid movie. But my God, Jeff Bridges is so bad. Like, it's he, he it's like he's doing a bad impression of somebody. I don't know what it is. So I would love for you to watch it and let me know what you think. I just, I could not stand Jeff Bridges in that movie. And I like Jeff Bridges. He's done a ton of good stuff. But for some reason, he's, I don't know if he, like, kind of question whether he had a stroke or something it was really bad hmm. yeah so that was my number five so my number four i'm going to spider-man 2 and toby Maguire and kirsten dunce <laughs> who are just intolerable and that whole so it's the best one of the series and I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there i have not seen this in years but i think spider-man 2 still holds up as as a as a good movie if you can delete those two people out of it. Now, <laughs> the two main people. <laughs> well, uh, yes, yes. But so the, I rewatched the Spider-Man movies, the, the Raimi Spider-Mans. Um, I have checked Letterbox. So it's been since we started Letterboxd. I actually watched 14. them like back to back to back, and they suck. I don't like them. I didn't like them when they came out. I don't like them now. It kind of reminded me of when I went back and watched X Two. I was like, oh, I remember X Two being like one of the better comic book movies, and I watched it. And I was like, oh. I mean, maybe the game has just changed so much now with the Nolan movies and the Marvel movies that I just can't do it. But yeah, I, so I would say that you're not allowed to put this on the list because it's not a good movie. Well, it's still in my mind. Uh, it's definitely the best of that series and definitely, relatively speaking. Yes. And, and I do need to see it again. However, the curse and dance, she she took me to levels of hate, <laughs> being being cast as Mary Jane and and Toby was I was so I was so excited to finally get a Spider Man movie because you know, Spider he was my guy mm -hmm. you know growing up and and finally finally getting this movie and they cast Toby Maguire's like ah really yeah but I was like I was like okay I, you know I'll I'll, I'll roll with it I'll, I'll deal with it and they cast Kirsten Dunst and I'm like girl from Bring It On I'm like ah okay yeah. and then so bad <laughs> so bad they're just it just yeah. irks me, but I enjoy the movie. I've been trying to get my wife. My wife's a big Spider-Man fan, just as as the character, but she's never seen the originals. They suck, uh, and she refuses to watch them because of Toby. Um, she is not a Toby fan, and she thinks it will ruin her her on the character forever. Yeah, they're not uh, good movies, and so I do want to watch rewatch them at some point. Yeah, uh, when I can convince her to do so. I hope uh, she holds out because <laughs> I would I would actually strike this from your list because the qualification was the worst performance in the best movie. And that movie just sucks. So I wouldn't, <laughs> I'd rather watch the room than watch any of the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I don't like those movies. Okay. You're number four. Uh, my number four. Oh, so I kind of took your approach where 
you know, you said you thought of Paxton, you thought of Arnold. There's got to be something in that filmography, right? Because they're so bad. I I had to do that with Costner. We've talked about this before. Costner can make really good movies. Yeah. He also makes really, really bad movies. So yeah. I kind of went hunting through and landed on Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And I almost had this on my list also. Yeah. So I another one that I rewatched uh, probably within the last six months. And I had really fond memories of it as a kid. And there's still a lot of stuff about it that I really like. Um, in fact, I think... Costner, I don't like Costner at all. I really don't like Christian Slater in that movie. For me, it's Alan Rickman and oh, Morgan yeah. Freeman. Those two are the best. The the sheriff is, is fantastic. Yeah. That, that's one of his, his second to Die Hard, his, his best role. Yeah, and it so. is. But Costner, I can't quite put my finger on why I dislike him so much in that. I think it's because <laughs> he just feels so out of place. He, it's he, like he's he just is. being Kevin Costner in a Robin Hood movie. Yeah. And that, that's one of my most irritating things is when that happens. And the thing I thought was funny about it was I thought about putting 13 Days on there because I really like 13 Days. I think it's an underrated movie. And his accent is so bad it's in that so movie. Yeah. But he's actually not bad despite the accent in that movie. But then it was kind of like poetic justice that I put Robin Hood on when, if you go read the trivia about Robin Hood, his British accent was so bad on the set, they basically told him, stop, just talk in your normal accent during this movie. So that's why Robin Hood doesn't have an English accent because Kevin Costner was so terrible. C- couldn't do it. But, yeah. And, and I love Robin Hood. That that's one of my, one of my top movies. I, I just, every time I watch it, I, I can watch it over and over again. I love the, there's quotable lines that I've, I've quoted ever since, uh, since I was a kid, a couple, a couple other friends of mine that they love it. And we just throw, throw these lines back and yeah. forth. And, uh, it's just, it's one of those that I've, Again, I think it was on the other day, and uh, I finished it, you know, and so it was just, uh, I really enjoyed it, but he he is not good in it. No, and it certainly hasn't held up for me. I think I gave it like a three, maybe, so it's not bad. It's right around that 10 cup level for me. You're welcome. Uh, but Costner was bad in it, and his hair sucks in it, too, so that was my other <laughs> comment I needed to make. His mullet? Yeah. So are, you, are we on your number three? Number three. Okay. My number three is Quentin Tarantino. And from dusk till dawn. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy this movie. I used to work at, at Blockbuster in high school <laughs> and I got five free rentals a week, you know, working there. And I knew nothing about uh, from dusk till dawn. I, I don't, didn't read the back. Uh, I just saw the cover and it was George Clooney, Quentin Tarantino with guns. I'm like, sure, you know, I'll, I'll rent this. And so I'm watching it and I get through, what, three fourths of the movie. Uh, before I even knew that there were vampires in it, <laughs> and then they it just Selma Hayek, they my lady, she right. was she she was in there, and uh, and all of a sudden there's vampires, and I love vampire movies, and so it's like, wow, this went from a bank robbing movie to a vampire movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I just loved it, and so it's always been in one of my one of my favorite movies to watch. It, it is pretty cheesy on purpose just, uh, on per- to the end, yeah. Uh, but Quentin, Quentin's just so bad. Yeah. Uh, he's not a good actor. No, uh, he's not. He, he, he's really, shown that in, in uh, his movies, too. Many movies. And he's not so, good in Pulp Fiction. He's not good in Django. No, no. He, he's, he's not a good actor. Right. And, but this, this is the one that, that stood out to me as his, one of his worst performances. Yeah. And I, so. He's definitely bad in it. I, I will not argue that. My, my only argument against him on the list would be that that movie was intended to be b movie schlock i mean but george doesn't act that way Neither no is, but is harvey Keitel. no and, but i'm just saying that 
when you're aiming for B movie, like when you have a strippers that turn into vampires or a guy who has a gun on his <laughs> belt that's in the shape of his, his junk. His yeah. junk. Yeah. I mean, you're going for Sex a machine. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going for a certain kind of movie. And so bad performances don't necessarily stand out in the same but context. But it didn't do that until the end. And so, uh, sure, sure. And so, but the the whole rest of the movie, I mean, everybody else is acting. Yeah. Except for him. Yeah. I, I mean, you're right. He is not good in that movie, and he's not good in general. I, that was my only comment, was that it's it's schlocky on purpose. But he's he's bad outside of that. I will give you that. Uh, let's see. My number three. Yes. And yeah. Um, I, I, I went back and forth on this one. I had a lot of thought. But Mark Hamill... And just the first one, just Star Wars and New Hope. That that was also another consideration of mine. He certainly recovers in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, but he's really... I know he's supposed to be kind of a whiny, a whiny snivelly <laughs> character, and I even looked past that, but I think back to the scenes, and he just seems like kind of a fish out of water. Alec Guinness and Carrie Fisher hold their own. Sir. Yes, Sir Alec Guinness. And Harrison Ford holds his own. But every scene I like when I picture it in my head where Luke is delivering some kind of line, he just seems like a kid fresh out of acting school who doesn't quite know and he's never been on a Hollywood set. And these other actors are just they were still kind of new to the game, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, but they seemed confident and comfortable and everything that he delivered seemed very elementary. So that's why I felt like I had to include him on that. It's tough, you know. It's tough putting a Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars actually, all things being said, has a lot of bad acting in yes. it. I do think a lot of that has to do with George Lucas writing just really god awful scripts. But my my defense is that it's just a New Hope. I think he's fine in Empire Strikes Back and Jedi, but he's no. I I, I agree completely. He's he's bad in the New Hope. Yeah. Yeah, noticeably bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so, too. If yeah. you watch it with that kind of eye, it's pretty yeah. clear. All right, so my number two is Neo, Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. He's he is still pseudo-Ted. No, and he has not. He, hadn't quite, he hasn't got pseudo-Ted. his... He hasn't got his acting chops. No. Yet. And so he's still working on it at this point, but No way. He yes. he nailed his acting chops in Point Break. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Point Break. He he is still there's nothing wrong with Point Break. He's uh Ted. He's not Ted. Ted's a stoner spaz. Well, I know kung fu. I mean, right, but he's an everyday guy. I mean, he who else could you picture being that character? Will Smith? No, that would have been miserable. <laughs> so that this is my argument against. So I I love The Matrix. It's one of my all time favorite movies, and I get that Keanu's a bad actor at times. There are certain roles where I think he was made for. One of them being Johnny Utah. That he just nailed Johnny Utah. <laughs> one of them is Neo, and one of them is John Wick. And I think he does a great job of John Wick. So. This is one of those where I feel like everybody wants to crack on Keanu for being a bad actor in all the other movies he's ever been in, when I really think he does this role fine. He's supposed to be kind of stoic and not knowing what's going on and all that kind of stuff. I I feel like it's not fair to knock him for this. I think people are taking out other other aggressions from other movies. Like, have you seen Bram Stoker's Dracula? 
Yes. So I don't like that movie, which is why it's not on my list because I only gave it a two and I can't put that on a good movie. Ooh, Keanu is real bad in that because he's affecting some kind of British accent and yeah, it's really, really bad. It might be the worst Keanu movie that I've seen. Uh, it might be the worst Keanu performance I've seen, I should say, even though I don't like the movie. But with Matrix, I just don't, I don't get it. Maybe it's because I love the movie, but I, I can't see that role being anybody else. I think he did great in the role. They did what he asked him, what they asked him to do. I really enjoy the movie, which is why it's on the list. But but he is he does not deliver a great great performance. I think he does well at being Neo. Don't you uh, need somebody that is kind of confused and bewildered by the world the, around the, them? The, the entire movie, yes. And this even he doesn't get it until he's the one. He doesn't. He, he, yeah. he truly does not get hey, it. What if somebody told you? Do you think that's air you're breathing now? What would be your reaction? <laughs> they probably look a lot like Keanu's. <laughs> Just dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. It fit. It it fits at times. <laughs> yes. I I don't agree with that one. I think he I think he nailed it. So we on my number two. Your number two. All right. I think this one's pretty obvious. I felt like I was stating the obvious on this one, but Cameron Diaz in Gangs of New York is really bad. If you just say this to yourself, you have a movie directed by Martin Scorsese. It features Leonardo DiCaprio, Liam Neeson, Daniel Day-Lewis, and Cameron Diaz. One of those is not like the others, right? You, that's a, that is a very good lineup, and then you hit Cameron Diaz. See, and she's never really proven herself in a dramatic role, right? I can't think of any. She's usually in the funny comedy girly movies. I know she tried, I think Vanilla Sky or something like that, but she she's not known for her dramatic success. That that's true. That's not what she's known for. But she was nominated for a Golden Globe for this. That should not have happened. (laughs) Have you gone and watched her accent in that? Yeah. No, I've seen the movie many times, and I think compared to Leo or Daniel Day Lewis, which are Two of the arguably the best yeah. actors, uh, definitely of our generation, if not ever. So c- putting her compared to them two, maybe she comes off not as good. But yeah, she's not good in the movie. But she's it's not she's not bad in the movie. Oh, I think she's on she's bad. In and I the think movie. the Golden Globes would agree. <laughs> she's bad <laughs> and distracting in a movie that's otherwise really really good. I don't think her character needs to be in the movie. That makes it even worse. So now you're annoying me and you don't need to be in the movie. Well, I think in in a lot of movies, they throw in a love interest because they feel like they have to. Yeah. And it, it, she, was, she wasn't the story. Sure. Between Bill the Butcher and, and Leo. I completely agree. Yeah, but, so again, that's just making it worse. You, well, you bad acted in a role that didn't need to be there. I don't think she bad acted. I just think she was in a role that didn't need to be there, which is if probably If you want to die on the cross of Cameron Diaz in Gangs of New I'm York, I'm just you saying that it. you picked somebody who was nominated for a Golden Globe. If, coming from somebody who does not value, I don't the awards or their nomination. No, that's I, that is I don't. However, that's a strange one to put on the list. Of, was she nominated for an Academy Award? I didn't see that. You know, Golden Globes don't mean much of anything. <laughs> it's the Academy Awards that they all go after. <laughs> Arnold never got a Golden Globe. Should for twins. For twins, <laughs> I'd vote for him. Uh, all right, we're down to my number one. Yep, and we are going with Daniel Larusso. And you can, and this is in the Karate Kid, but you could stretch him across the whole trilogy. He is, okay, so we we watched the trilogy 
back to back to back one one weekend for not for, one weekend one one evening yeah for some reason right and it it was painful now we we, we both love the karate kid right we, 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 i don't we, anymore we, but it, it, it i genuinely was, don't anymore it's hard to watch daniel larusso yeah through three he's so whiny so incredibly he's just a he's a bad actor he's an over actor it's it's so so bad i love i love the movies but I it's... think his acting got worse as the series went on. So are oh, you sure. are you picking which one are you picking? I'll stick with the first. I'll stick with the first because because it had to be best movie. And so the third one, while I love it and Terry Silver, I, I have <laughs> yeah. to I have to pick the first one because to fit my parameters of of good movie. So I uh, I don't agree. I think the character with a good movie or with his no bad no acting? I, I think the I don't think he's a bad actor in Karate Kid one. I think. And I think each movie, in its own context, Daniel LaRusso is kind of tolerable. No, it's when you really no. string together his life events <laughs> that you get the perspective of how much of a loser he is and how much he's basically ruined Miyagi's life. But when you watch each movie in their own little capsule, you don't quite get that. Like he's, if you just watch Karate Kid one, he's kind of a redeemable loser kid that you want to root for. That's, but, that's the character. Right. But what I'm saying is I, I think Macho did fine on acting as a little kind of runty kid that gets picked on and then gets redemption. The character sucks, but I don't think he did a bad job in that one. Now, I do think he starts to get bad in two and three. But in the first one, I actually don't think he did a bad job. No, he's, he's over-actor extraordinaire when he's... He flares his arms around, and, and, and <laughs> but he's a seventeen-year-old kid yelling at Miyagi, and you know that that whole yeah. Just... I, I think he's fine. No, this was tough for me because this is where I got into that conversation. It was so I had the same thought. I had Luke Skywalker. I had Ralph Macchio. I say that Mark Hamill, Ralph Macchio. And when I thought about annoying roles, I thought of Casey Affleck in uh, Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Yes, but. But he did a great job. Yeah, exactly. He's great at being annoying. That was his purpose. But that's I, not I, what Daniel's no, doing. No, 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 no. I don't think Daniel's trying to be annoying. I think he's playing a 17-year-old spaz kid who's getting beat up on by the bullies at school kind of thing. And I think he plays that just fine. I don't think he bad acts. I think it's just a. It's not a very likable character when you step back and look at the whole series. He's He plays that character, yes but he also plays that character poorly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure I agree with that one either. Yeah, because you're almost like you don't want to root for this kid to win. He's so... so I, so, I genuinely just... <laughs> think, though, that we are in the minority for that because I think some people watch Karate Kid 1, and then a year later they watch 2, and two years later they watch 3. They don't really think anything of it because you can't really stream together how bad he sucks until you watch it all in one <laughs> continuum, and then you realize this kid is worthless and i don't even want to root for him you start rooting for mike barnes you start rooting for john crease because you just want to see daniel get his ass kicked <laughs> but i don't think most people have that hatred i think it's i think we did that to ourselves but yes karate kid is forever ruined for me i can't yeah i don't like it anymore i can't watch it <laughs> so you're number one yeah my number one is shelly duvall in the shining which i i i concur She's, completely. i i read some comments when i went through this because i was trying to just i like to see sometimes what other people think and some people were, were like oh it couldn't have been anybody else being in that role i'm like 
It could have uh, been anybody it else. Could, exactly. Yeah. It could have literally been anybody else. She was really, really bad. I didn't, I mean, from the get-go, just kind of weird. I'm being mean here, but she's kind of weird looking. So it just kind of seemed odd that Jack Nicholson would even be married to her kind yeah. of thing. And then, yeah, her acting was so bad. And then I start to feel bad when I put her on this list when you hear the story about how Kubrick made her do the take 127 times. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like a Guinness World Record. It's the scene where Jack's going crazy and she's got the bat and he's kind of walking towards her and stuff. And yeah, Kubrick made her do that scene 127 times. <laughs> and so she's, I guess. And that's the best take that we got? Well, I guess she started like dehydrating because she had no more tears or anything. And so, I mean, I feel bad putting her on there, but she still was not good. And The Shining is a five star, top of the class movie, both in horror and it's a Kubrick movie. So it's just shot immaculately. And then, yeah, she's really, really bad in it. So that was kind of the pinnacle of of both for me. Great movie, really, really awful performance. Yeah, I I agree completely with your, uh, it could have been anybody else. (laughs) Yeah. I was so shocked when I read that comment online. It couldn't have been anybody else. I've never felt more opposite of anything in my life. Like, I started questioning, like, am I... Am I the only one that thinks that that's a bad performance? Like, what's happening? Yeah, I'm scrolling through it, and I'm like, Roseanne Barr. You know, it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> like that, that, that's, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah. Like, trying to put somebody who just won't fit. But right. He, but even her, I've never seen her in a, in a serious role. Right. You could put Cameron Diaz doing her role from Gangs of New York in The Shining, and it would be better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that knocks it out for our top five. Um, like usual, uh, subscribe on Apple or Google. Leave ratings, leave comments. If you want to get in touch with us, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, or go to twoviewsmovies.com or check us out on Facebook. You have lots of ways of getting a hold of us. Let us know what you think, and we'll catch you next time.